Thanks, Stacy. Bill, how you doing today? Hey, Mike. I'm doing all right. How you doing? Good. Like the Tufts hat, bringing it back for a second week. Well done. Yeah, this is my hat. This is my this is my deal. So. Go for it. Well, I, let's just start with I think what most are curious about. Any insight you can share on where we stand quarterback wise in terms of who might be starting out this week? I think it'll be the same as uh, last week relative to going to the week and. Um, you know, let's do a good job this week of, uh, you know, installing a good game plan, teaching it to the players, and then the players going out there and executing it on the practice field. That's, you know, really, really what it comes down to. And then performing on game day. And as an offense, um, you know, coaching and playing-wise, you know, we just haven't done that and uh, haven't been consistent enough. And so we're going to continue to work hard on the practice field and, and then see how it all shakes out relative to game day. A quick follow-up, just um, after the bye week and, and Mac coming back and, and having a couple interceptions and, lose, you know, not losing a fumble, but losing the ball. What 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 can you put your finger on as to wh- why he sort of maybe struggled to just avoid those type of mistakes this year? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get into all the detail of each play, but, you know, uh, the one play – where he threw the first interception, there was a protection breakdown. He's got to make a better decision there to throw the ball out of bounds. Um, we have to do a better job of protecting, designing the protection, executing the protection. I'm just being real with you. Then the next uh, interception, you know, we were, again, we were basically in a situation where they brought an extra guy and, uh, you know, we, we got to get the ball out. We got to make a good decision or we got to take the sack. So, in that situation, you know, in both those situations, he, he would probably be the first to tell you that he's got to make a better decision. But we also, all of us have to do a better job. You know, when, when it's like this, Mike, you know, again, like I told you guys every week, I've been doing this a long time, not 50 years, but I've been doing it for 31 years. And, you know, some years are better than others. Right now, this year is not going the way any of us wanted it to go, but there's a lot of football left. And so we have to continue to try to, coach better and play better and execute better because that's really what 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 it comes down to on game day. Uh, Chris Ryan followed by Tom. Hey, Bill, hope all is well with you. Just how would you evaluate Mac's confidence at this point, you know, given he's been you know, taken out of games, he's had uh, obviously cumulative mistakes. Um, how would you evaluate his confidence at this point and how do you get him where he needs to be moving forward? I, I would say, Chris, and I definitely understand the question. I do think that that's probably a better question for him. But I, I think what I, what I see is that he's a very bright guy. He works very hard. He's passionate about the game. Um, things haven't gone great for him this year. Uh, you know, I don't think that he's the number one guy to blame. If you want to blame anybody, blame me. Uh, we, we, I'm the one that, that designs it and it's not going very well. So, um, you know, look, at the end of the day, can he execute better? Are there things that he can do better? Sure. But there's things that all of us have to do better to, you know, put a put a winning product on the field. And right now that's not what it is. So I, I think he's what I see is a very confident guy that that uh, is a very bright guy, very hardworking guy that will continue to work hard and and try to improve on the things he needs to improve on. Thank you. Tom Kern, followed by Karen. Hey, Bill, really appreciate your candor. It's very helpful. And yep. uh, 
you know, it, it, it helps to illuminate all the questions that people have out here. Yeah. I got a question for you. Um, where's your confidence level at? It's got to be hard. I mean, you didn't expect this. You come in and it's gone in a way that you certainly would not have anticipated. And you are introspective and you just said, blame me. I mean, how's your confidence holding up at this juncture? I'm, I'm confident, Tom. I think that, like, you know, there's a lot of things that come up in football that's unexpected. Expect the unexpected is kind of the way you have to live as a football coach. And, you know, we we feel very good going into every game about our game plan and, and how we've practiced it. And then, you know, many times it, it hasn't really played out that way. And, you know, I do think that it's it's a collective effort that we all have to be better. Like, you, you know, I don't think you can blame one player. Uh, you can't blame one person. You, and I don't think it is about blame. You know, I think it's about football and the teams that we've played have made less mistakes than we have offensively. And that's why we've lost. Now we've had two blowouts. I get it, but I'm talking about the rest of this. The games have been very close games where we've turned it over and the other team, let's just say has not turned it over or not turned it over as much. And, you know, we haven't been able to finish drives where the other team has been able to finish drives and we don't win those games. And there, I tell these guys all the time, Bill tells them all the time, it's an eight and nine, nine and eight league. That's the way it's set up. It's set up to be that way. The draft rules, the free agency rules, all of the rules are set up for a balanced league. And right now we're on the lower half because we're not doing the things, the little things necessary to win. We're not taking care of the ball. We're missing assignments. Maybe we're not making a great play call at the right time, whatever it is. And we have to really turn that around. You've been around the league. Just a quick follow. Thank you, Stacey. You've been around the league and coaching long enough to know that when a team's record is this, speculation begins on what changes might be made. Having been with Bill, having understood the reputation that he has as possibly the greatest coach in American professional sports history, is it painful to listen to speculation? Is it awkward? How, how do you respond to it? Yeah, I, I would say that um, I don't, because you're so immersed in what you're doing, really, you know, you get up at, you know, five and you're, you're into the office and you're just working, working, working that you really don't, you really don't see all of that. Now, look, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, you know, when you're, when you're home on a Saturday with your family or whatever, that you don't, you don't hear it or see it. Like, I understand that, but like, this is Bill Belichick we're talking about. Um, Bill Belichick has, has done so much for the game of football, the New England Patriots organization. It's football. We've lost some tight games, um, you know, to think about what he's done here in this organization, what he's done for this community, what he's done for this game, for the game, the game of football. He's been 50 years in the game of football. You know, just to me, like, I think everybody just needs to understand, look, we all we all got to win. We got we understand we're in a winning business. We're not winning right now. But, you know, I think you also got to step back and just, hey, look at what this guy's done for the game of football. I think that's very important to think about. Thank you. Karen Gregan, followed by Kyrie. Hi, Bill. Hi, Karen. Um, I'm just curious, as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, if you got to a point where you thought it would be best for Mac to sit a week or more or whatever, could you make that call? We, we, I don't make those calls. Um, you know, I don't think there's a chain of command, Karen. 
there's a chain of command. You know, the chain of command is Mr. Kraft at the top, right? Then, then it's Bill Belichick. And then I would say the assistant coaches are somewhere down in here. <laughs> so in that chain of command, do we have within that chain of command, especially on the coaching staff, do we have a lot of discussions? Yeah. I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Like those are discussions that are very private that we talk about. What we need to do is do a good job of figuring out how we can get the offense to get better, each player to get better, to understand the detail of the play, whether it's the quarterback, the left guard, the Z receiver, the Y tight end, the running back, doesn't matter. All of us coaches and players alike have to figure out how to improve. And that's what we're trying to do. And I know it doesn't look great, but we're still gonna keep trying to do that. But if I could just quickly follow, if you, could you rake, make that recommendation to coach Belichick or Robert Kraft, if you felt it was in the best interest of the offense to sit Mac? I, I always, as a, as an assistant coach, you know, as I've risen up as an assistant coach, I've kind of filled a lot of different roles on staffs. So I, I, if I have an educated, you know, thought out thing to say, I'll say it. But in the end, like, that's what we do as coaches. We, we, uh, as assistant coaches, we make recommendations. I said it before, head coaches, owners make decisions, and uh, that's kind of how it works. Have you made that recommendation? I, again, Karen, like I would say, you know, I've made a lot of recommendations over the years as an assistant coach, but none of those would ever be public because I, I, I have a strong belief in how private uh, those discussions are. Great. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, mm -hmm. Bill. We're running a little behind here. I'm going to take two final questions, uh, Kyrie Thompson and Taylor. Hi, Bill. Um, I wanted to ask you about Malik Cunningham, um, as you've been coaching for a long time. I'm just curious, what traits would you see in a college quarterback that would lead a team to go? Let's try him at receiver. Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Look, I think he he did a lot of great things at Louisville. I actually went to Louisville and spent a lot of time with him, worked him out. Um, and he had a lot of traits that that could lead you to believe that he could play quarterback, but that he also could do some things as a receiver, whether it was speed, uh, overall athletic ability, his ability to change direction, his hands, the way he caught the ball. So he he did a lot of different things in the workout that we had with him, including throwing the ball, played a lot of quarterback in the workout and did a nice job. So that, those are the things that, that, you know, led us to believe that he could uh, that he could find a role on the team. Just as a quick follow-up, just um, what's it like for a player to try to absorb both positions and be in both rooms? Yeah, I think that's. I think it's hard. I think he's played mostly receiver. I think he said that maybe a couple of weeks ago. He's played mostly at receiver, and he's definitely improved that receiver. He gets, uh, you know, some reps at quarterback on a scout team, things like that. But uh, he's played mostly at receiver, and he's gotten a lot better as a receiver. I do think it's 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 hard, you know, to to learn both those positions, especially if it's. You know, it's not like learning right tackle and, and left guard. You know, when you're learning quarterback and wide receiver, it's difficult. But I think he's done a really admirable job in trying to do both. Thank you. Yep. Last question, Taylor. 
Hey, Coach, thank you so much for your time. Yep. Uh, I had two quick questions about the offense, obviously. Uh, the run game really feels like it's been getting going the past few weeks. I was wondering what, from your perspective, has happened that's really allowed it to start thriving. And then in terms of the screen game, you had a lot of success thrown to the receivers out there, but you also had the play where there was also intercepted. So I was wondering, how do you walk the line of kind of leaning into it when you're having success with it without kind of being obvious to the point where guys are jumping it and you might just get an interception on what should kind of be a bit of a simpler play? Thank you. Yeah, the run game has gotten better because we've run the ball more. You know, we ran the ball 31 times against the Giants. Uh, we ran the ball quite a bit against the Colts just because of repetition. You know, I do think that the run game has gotten better and the line, the tight ends, and then obviously Ramondre and Zeke have done a really good job. The screen game was good against the Giants, and you're right. You know, sometimes you can go to the well once too often on the screens, and, you know, these are really good teams that we're playing, and they catch up to it. So we've got to do a good job of making sure that we um, – you know, mix those things up. But I, I do think there's been improvement in both areas and, you know, that can help our offense if we continue to improve in both those, both those areas. Thank you.